Welcome to Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. I'm Lizzie Cooperman, and this is a podcast where you decide between two options as to what I do next with my God-given life. So after you listen, please go to my Instagram stories and cast your vote and Godspeed because they'll only be up for 24 hours. And once I get the results, I'm talking sunrise on Friday morning. I have 24 hours to take action. I am coming to you from my friend's house where I'm dog sitting while my sink is being reglazed, whatever that means. And I have to say this week, I got a taste of just how deep into this I could get and how unpredictable it's going to be. Not only am I reeling from the choice you made for me last week, but so many external factors came into play, people I didn't expect to enter my life, I've been shocked at nearly every turn. Oh, before I get into all of that, I need to reveal the results from last week, tell you how you voted. You had the choice between sending me to a life coach or to get the coach wallet, that trip to the outlet in Cavazon that my special guest, Laura, was so excited to take. Which one did you choose for me? Well, I'll give you a hint. Fate was not on Laura's side. You voted life coach. So now let's delve into the past. This is how it all played out last week. As some of you might remember in episode one, I interviewed a very enthusiastic life coach named David, Uh, who had a culinary background, but I ended up not going to David because he revealed to me during our interview that his rate was $15,000 for six months of life coaching. And I don't have the plasma. I, I just can't afford that. So David, we wish you well. We hope you're making huge improvements in the lives of young chefs everywhere. I looked up what $15,000 can buy. 78 years of Netflix. So I opted for something a little more cash efficient. And I found a place online called Jennifer Dawn Coaching. I signed up. I received an instruction video from Jennifer herself kind of telling me how to prepare for my session. Um, She said, it's black tie only. (laughs) Uh, No, but they didn't match me with Jennifer. Instead, they matched me with a very lovely Cinnaberry-haired woman named Julie. And we actually had a little bit in common. She used to be a performer She lived in the greater Los Angeles area. I'm going to play you a little snippet of our conversation so that you know I actually went. Um, You're the accountability coaches. So here's here's proof that I was face-to-face with the life coach. There's some vision work that usually starts with life coaching. And I mean, certainly with us, it's 
that way, whether we're life coaching or business coaching, everybody starts with a vision because okay. without a vision, we don't know how to get to where we want to be. Okay. You guys, I think Julie's a really good life coach. I honestly would recommend her. So thanks for pointing me away from the Cabazon outlet and toward my vision board and toward subscribing to a bunch of magazines because you can't get all the images from one magazine. Vision boards are bad for the environment. I'm going to make mine out of styrofoam egg cartons and then burn it. My friends, everything comes at a price. Even if it's not $15,000 for six months, sometimes you're dishing out 175 extra per week for one of these sessions. And that money's not going to come rolling in from me having a fantasy about starting a Patreon, which brings us ever so aggressively into the present. This episode, as I'm sure you gleaned from the title, is Scenery Slash Creamery. And this came about in such a wild way. It kind of came to me in a vision while I was at my favorite coffee shop in the Valley. And I'm not telling you which one, but it has a lot of outlets. The first option, scenery. Today I'm truly torn, and I do mean for that alliteration to be present. Today I'm truly torn because I moved into an apartment, a new apartment, and I have nothing on the walls. And I need something to match the dead silverfish I found in the bathroom on Monday. I don't want to go out and just buy some crap. I feel like a lot of people have collections and things they love. And I've had that stuff in the past. But during the pandemic, I sold a bunch of stuff because I ended up leaving my apartment, which had a peacock infestation. And I moved to New Mexico. And so I don't have that much stuff left. So I really want to make something for my wall. And there's a place in Pasadena. uh, It's actually a franchise, I learned, where you go and you have wine. This This one is during the day. And you paint. And I would talk to strangers. And I understand that this choice really does rely on the butterfly effect, where it's like, it seems like a small thing, but who knows? Maybe, uh, you know, I'd meet someone there who's also a day drinker with no other hobbies. Um, maybe, maybe I would discover a love of painting. I like chalk. I like, I love chalkboards. No, I like drawing with pastels and stuff like that. You know, and I understand it's a replica. Oh my God, what if I did a bunch of replicas and then an immersive Lizzie replica exhibit? Anyway, I wanted to learn a little bit more about the process. So I called this place in Pasadena. I spoke to the loveliest guy. His name is Freddie. Guess what? He's the owner. And I I realized I sounded unruffled and kind of unimpressed by that, but I think I was in shock um, that I had spoken to the person at the very top of the franchise Pino's Palette. Pino's Pasadena, this is Freddie. Hi, what is your name? Freddie. Hi, Freddie. My name's Lizzie, and I'm doing a podcast. Do you care if I ask you, like, a few questions? Oh, go ahead, Lizzie. Oh, great. So I can record it. Okay. Um, so you guys are called Pino's Palette, is that correct? Yeah, we're a franchise. Oh, okay. There's multiple oh. Pino's all over California, or all over the nation. 
Oh, cool. Are you an artist? Do you teach the classes? No, I'm the owner. Oh, nice. Um, do you have any tips for people when they're going into this kind of class or environment? I would say the number one thing would be for them to come here to have fun. We do get get you to paint something really nice, but some people just get too focused on time on the painting, and they don't realize that they came to enjoy the day with their whoever they're they're here with. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if someone's like, the focus should be you have you come here, you know, models paint, drink, and have fun, right? Right. They forget about the drink and they have fun, and they just concentrate on the painting side. Right. They're gonna come here just have to concentrate on all three aspects of it, which would be. Do a painting to have fun with your drink. Well, fun with your drink. Well, having fun with your Wait. painting. You have a sip on a little glass of wine. Have you been drinking? No, I don't really drink. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Has anyone in there just got it's just absolutely shit? People love it. Really? No, I mean, over here they love it. I mean, no, because we, you know, remember we, all, we have a liquor license. We have to be conscious of that. No one so, has ever okay, left. Come and drink. Yeah. But I think in the five years I've been here, we had a person that was about abbreviated pretty good, and we made sure that either you're taking Uber or somebody picks you up, and in that case, I got them home because they couldn't get an Uber. <laughs> you drove them home? So, yeah, we had you know we had to take our customers, right? That <laughs> so, is so nice of you. Driving. So we parked their car downstairs, and we gave them a ride. That's amazing. Have, I guess they didn't have the whatever something, they couldn't get an Uber, so we just gave them a ride. Right. Okay. But that's that, like one, once in a blue moon type of thing, you know? Right. That's so funny. So did you have to actually kick them out and be like, wait outside? No, in the, the five years that we have been here, I'll be honest, let's see, we had three incidents. One was someone was really loud, and I think the first one, I'm not going to say he or she, the first one was abbreviated pretty, pretty bad, and could, the class could not hear anything, so we had to let the other person's companion let another you know you can come back another day but today you have to be cognizant of the other people here so we had to let them no they were fine she actually walked out herself okay i'm just imagining a drunk person walking down the street with like a half painted rendition of starry night no they they, they left them here and they they came back another day that's really good advice that you give to focus on the painting because i feel like if i were a painter and I got invited to a painter party, I'd be like, you know, sweating, like pressure's on, you know? Okay, this, is, this is another point of advice I give. So our most our, our most popular painting is Starry Night, right? Is that your most popular? Yeah, the Starry okay. Night, you know, the Van Gogh Starry Night. But I'm saying people need to be, if you never painted before and that's the first painting you're going to do, you might get frustrated with that one. Cause, right. You know, <laughs> Takes a little bit of work on that one. It's you know? a lot of stars. It's, it's not an easy painting. Right. You know what I'm saying it's easy if you pay attention, but if you never really painted in your life, that could be right. It's not. It's not hard, but I'm just saying it's a little bit harder than the other ones. No, I know. Uh, I did a class once, and I think I'm pretty good. And my mine was cherry blossoms. It, it ended up looking like an allergic reaction. It was. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, <laughs> What we what we now what we what we do is like uh, so our goal is to the painting to look 99 percent of what we're teaching you. Okay. So if you pay attention and if you pay attention and follow the steps that we give you, that should be accessible, obtainable. I'm saying. Can people go in there alone, or is it po- only parties? You can, have, you can come by yourself. You can come with a group of two, a group of ten, or whatever you want it to be. And 
the other thing is like if you decide you want to come in that day you don't like that paint we'll give you whatever colors you need whatever brushes you need pay whatever you want no way if you don't if you don't want to hear want you know follow the instructor you can pay whatever you want as long as you're done within the time frame we're okay i love that okay this is so helpful freddie um and wait, how much does it cost if you just go in by yourself? Um, I just raised my prices. It used to be thirty-five. I raised it to thirty-seven. Okay. And I used to have a toothpaste. I used to have a toothpaste special for twenty-nine dollars. If you look anywhere in LA in this area, you're not gonna get anyone anyone cheaper than thirty-nine bucks, I think. Which is some of the other peanuts are about thirty-nine. I'm a thirty-seven because I go, you know what? I get enough people out of you know what I mean. I'm fine with the way it is. Right. Right. So I, I, I'm, I'm good with $37. That's the price that fits me. The other people live in different places, different locations, whatever. Sure. So they go with 39 But a lot of our competition are in the 40s, too. So What paintings, if I were to come on Saturday night, for example, what would be the painting on Saturday? I will have to look. Let okay. me look. Hold on. Okay. Friday night, we have a psychedelic starry night, which is like a glow-in-the-dark double thing. Okay. And then on Saturday night, we have... It's like um, hmm. it's like a sky with a bunch of uh, like uh, fluorescent light. Okay. It's a ship in the middle of the ocean, and it's got this uh, auroras on, on top of it, like a galactic type of thing. It's pretty cool. Oh, cool! Like northern lights, kind of. Okay, like a northern light, but not like the northern light. But it has like a like a small northern light, but not a big one. You've been so helpful, Freddie. No sweat. Let me know if you need any, if you have any other questions. Okay? I love it. Thank you so much. Have a nice one. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Here's to Freddie. I might be having an immersive Freddie experience in my near future. Well, the next stop on this journey might shock you to your core. It might freeze you from within. I was thinking, how am I going to pay for all of this? Honestly, I'm doing a new activity every week. It would be great to have some supplemental income. I decided, and I'll talk about how I arrived at this idea with my hilarious guest today, but I ended up applying at Coldstone Creamery. I'll just tell you, I'm already traumatized by the whirlwind of interactions I've had with this ice cream shop. And I really want an apology. (laughs) I want a lifetime supply of ice cream, even though I I do have high cholesterol. But you know what? I was thinking about um, Susie Orman, Oprah's financial advisor. She was a waitress and someone gave her um, a large sum of money, like a regular at the restaurant wrote her a check because she really wanted to start her own restaurant. And he said, here, make your dreams come true. She took the check to Merrill Lynch and they somehow like screwed her out of all of the money. So what Susie Orman did was she got a job at Merrill Lynch to understand the system while she was suing them. And I believe she won. So yeah, I guess I would work there and with what I know now, try to take them down one chocolate chunk at a time. And... (laughs) See what they're, maybe they're hiding something crazy in the freezer. Maybe Vincent Van Gogh's in there. Maybe it's all connected. You're going to hear so much of this, uh, (laughs) of what happened when I bring on my guests. 
But just to get an idea of what it would be like working in an ice cream place, because I, I actually lack upper body strength and I'm really sensitive to the cold, which are two things I didn't take into consideration. So I just wanted to get an idea um, of what it would be like working in that environment. No one at Cold Stone would speak to me. So I tried a bunch of other places. Finally, I landed on the best guy ever. I... I feel grateful to have touched souls with Matt from Yogurtland. And I'm going to keep it short because I actually had to scream for him to hear me. Okay. Would you be okay being recorded? It's just a few questions. And if you aren't comfortable, I'll erase it. I'm, I'm just curious about what, it, what it's like working there. Um, like, do you have to carry heavy things? Like, not, they're not that heavy. Be okay. You're like, are you a bodybuilder or something? No, I mean, well, they're not, it's not like, I'm not lifting like a hundred thousand pounds. It's just like boxes. That's pretty much it. Like boxes of sprinkles or ice cream? It's like various stuff, I guess. Yeah, like stuff like that. Does it get freezing cold in there? Not really. No. Actually, kind of hot, to be honest here. Wait, really? In the ice cream shop? It's not really an ice cream shop. We're kind of a yogurt place. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> okay. Do you eat the ice cream what there? What, what kind of, what, what, what is this for, like a school report or something? Yeah, no, it's for, um, is it for a what? At what is, Cold's? What is, what is it called again? I'll just go on. So sure. It's, it's a new show. It's called Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. Okay, well, I guess. All right. Well, I looked you up now. I, I think I'm a little more comfortable. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, really I totally understand. And and again, like if you said I I don't want you to use that, I would I would not use it. I I promise you, I would never want someone to do that to me. So I, I wouldn't. Do you eat Do you eat yogurt all day? Well, if I'm like honestly, if I'm if I'm like bored, like if it's like if I'm craving it, then sure, yogurt sounds great. Okay. Hot button question. What's your favorite flavor? Oh, yeah. Oh, I could. Honestly, at first, it used to be cookies and cream, but then when I started working here, like, there's just so many different flavors. I can't even name, like, all of them because, like, sometimes we would just run out of them. Like, let's, let me get one. Like, ube. Ube. Like, you know what ube is? No, what is that? Basically, like, a purple yam. It's like a purple yam. Like, that's, it's a Filipino purple yam. That's, that's essentially what it is. It's really good. Oh, cool. We have that flavor. It's really, it's really interesting. What are the hours like? Do you, you guys are open really late. Yeah, so, um, you know what, it is my last, you know what, I am leaving actually in two, I am actually leaving because, like, this, tomorrow is my last day, so I'll, I guess I'll give it to you, like, it is, it's, it's shit, it's so shit. No way, wait, tomorrow's your last day? Tomorrow's my last day, yes. I can't believe I'm catching you on your second to last day at Yogurtland. Yeah, what a, what a world. Wait, what are you going to do? Well, I currently am going to, uh, I actually currently work at another job, at Beer Papa, it's like a cream puff store. Okay. And, uh, and basically, it's a, uh, and then what I'm really trying to do is, like, I'm going to, I just got accepted to LA Film School, uh, trying to do a film, film major. That is so cool, congratulations. Thank you, thank you so much. Do you think you'll make a movie about frozen yogurt? Uh, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, is there anything... So, at Coldstone Creamery, I know they have to, like, sing and dance when people right. tip them and stuff. Do you, do you have to do that at Yogurtland? No, 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 no. 
God, maybe I should have gone yogurt land. Hmm? Wait, has anyone taken your job yet? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. No, my, my, my manager hasn't told me anything. Wait, Matt, I might be coming for your position. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, you're not, are, you, are you a manager or no? No, I'm just a team member. Okay, cool. What would you say is the hardest part of the job, and then I'll, I'll let you go? Right. Nothing much I can say. It's really easy. You know how, like, most jobs you come home smelling like it? Do you ever come home smelling like caramel or anything? No, but I do come home sticky sometimes. Uh, Are you okay with me using a part of this? You know what? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I called you. Yeah, of course. Wait, I'm so excited about your film, too. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. Do you want to give your Instagram or anything and people can follow you? Yeah, sure. Uh, Like with two E's, period, MJ. Like with two E's, period, MJ, all lowercase. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. And also, uh, you're a TV person. I will ask you this. Yeah. From coming from a film major. We'll let the rest of that conversation remain a mystery. (laughs) We'll put that in the bonus footage. You'll hear me talking about the movie Brewster's Millions for three hours. I love my guests today. Um, They have the funniest podcast called What's It Called, but they're also just individually the funniest comedians. I brought them on this episode, honestly, just because I wanted to see them. (laughs) But I also did feel like uh, my guess would be that Caleb would say, get the job at Coldstone, and that Dave was going to say, just do the painting. But actually, this conversation went so far beyond, it just exceeded my expectations. So please, if you're in your car, let go of the steering wheel and give a round of applause to Caleb Sinan and Dave Ross. You guys, I can't believe I even have you in the same room. Where's, I feel like you guys should be wearing one giant turtleneck. Well, you just missed it. Man, yeah. Also, I have an idea for promo photos for our podcast, Caleb. Well, during COVID, (laughs) our our one giant turtleneck was banned in the office because we were getting... (laughs) A lot of people were getting sick. Yeah, yeah. We kept getting COVID <laughs> because we were wearing the same shirt all day. <laughs> we had the masks on, but same turtleneck. Pretty easy oh to get God. COVID if one of you has COVID and the other one is in your shirt. <laughs> I love that if they separated you, only one would get the uh, vital organs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like That's the other thing. Yeah. If, uh, if you're a conjoined twin... I mean, you're both getting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think. Yeah. I was oh. surgically removed from Caleb's head during quarantine. <laughs> I love this. I love that you guys are here. I have to say, I your podcast is one of the only podcasts I actually listen to. Oh, what? Really? Wow. I'm sorry cool. to all of my other friends. You could actually quiz me, and I would, if you were like, you know, 
What did we say about horses, for example? <laughs> I would just be like, you guys said that horses run so fast. That, like, I would be able to. What if we did say, what if people would go listen to our podcast and, we're, and, we're like, and I'm like, Caleb, we got to talk about this. Horses are fast. No, that horses is. Run, we do I that. guess that is true. That's like, how uh, we start. Yeah, totally. Uh, do you think you can run faster than a horse? Fast, like welcome to Fast, Fast Horses with Dave <laughs> and Caleb. Every week we talk about a horse. And we go down their progressive MPH throughout their career. <laughs> we probably have more listeners if we did that. Yeah, that's yeah. a horse podcast. Thank you for listening to Horse Podcast. <laughs> People love it. You might, actually. I mean, it's, it's really, niche, but... No, but I know what you mean. I totally know what you mean. And thank yeah. you. That means a lot. I yeah. mean, I, I like... I hope it goes without saying, like, I'm a huge fan of yours. Yeah, you're the funniest person on Truly. the planet. Like, do we have the volume turned all the way up, guys? <laughs> and we'll just keep looping that, Rebecca. Note that. Note that. <laughs> I'm especially excited to be on because the the premise is both great and crazy. And I but and I want to do it. I want someone to run my life for me. Yeah. Yes. I okay. hate making choices. You guys, honestly, I'm happier here also because I'm I am freshly traumatized from setting up this show the actual content of the episode went off the rails in such an insane way so i sent you guys an email that said the theme of this week is cobblestone slash cold stone totally this was all this came to me in a vision uh-huh. <laughs> i was like what's this episode what's this episode i was like i drive to the valley sometimes there's like a coffee shop i like there i was like i just need to drive to the valley And I had seen, you know, those like painting classes where you sit with a bunch of other lonely adults. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Same thing. And the teacher walks around and and tells them all, tells, says that they're all good. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was like, okay, what if I did one of those as the kind of, you know, lighter option? And then the heavier option would be apply for a job at Cold Stone Creamery. Yeah. So I'm in the valley. I'm at the coffee shop. It's all coming together. I find a painting of a cobblestone street. All I have to do is, you know, drive to this place in Valencia. And then I, I call Coldstone and I said, hi, are, are you guys hiring? <laughs> and they asked me a few questions and the, the manager said, yes, let's do a Zoom in like two hours. Whoa. Wait, hold on. <laughs> You have to do a Zoom interview to get a job at Coldstone? That's okay. insane. Wow. But what's even more insane is I was 900 feet away. I got in my car and started <laughs> driving back to Eagle Rock, which it, there was traffic. It was like 40 minutes to get home. I'm racing home for an interview. I could have just walked into the store. Uh, yeah, what know? racing? Also, I could have just want to see you scoop stuff and like. Uh, right, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, it takes. Uh, man, you're right. I shouldn't have shit on the uh, the skill and experience it takes to work at Coldstone because well, it probably also, does take some knowledge. Yeah, yeah. You also have to do the mat like sing. I realized this was something I realized later is that if someone tips you, you have to like actually sing a song what? called "Sprinkle Sprinkle Little Star." No, you don't. And sing and dance. Yes. Dance. What's the dance? 
I feel like it's kind of improvisational from what I, I could see. glean. Well, <laughs> I would the- hope. I hope it's not like a choreographed. Like, jeez. Every time someone tips you, you have to do the electric slide. <laughs> the whole thing. We were saying when I go in for the interview, I should have a full orchestra behind me. Yes. Just like highly choreographed. <laughs> Wait. So, so you, did you do the interview? So I drive all the way home and I'm just sitting there. The woman never contacted me from Coldstone. <laughs> oh, what? And I'm like, I was abandoned by Coldstone. So <laughs> I went online. I started filling out an application and it was like, what was your last job? And I thought, I'm not going to say, oh, I played a small role on a team. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. have normal jobs. I was really. the star of 30 Rock. Yeah. I started. <laughs> it's my last job. Wow. Yeah. When's the last time you had a regular job, Lizzie? I think, okay, I, years ago, I got a job. It was still in entertainment, but I worked as a segment producer, Ooh. which meant that I, I woke up at five in the morning, oh, God. drove to E, and after we shot the show, I went and secretly slept in my car. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> woke up. <laughs> Went back to my desk with wow a disaster. Yeah, but the ra- last time I had an actual job, maybe I was a, I think I was a house cleaner, um, for a a sitcom actor who was very popular in the eighties, and I just signed an NDA. But I will tell you, he had a catchphrase. Ooh. Oh, did he cut it out? What? Yeah, oh, that was him. It Wait, was Dave Coulier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because what? Who else has a catchphrase? Uh, yeah, all right, sure. It's a pretty popular one. It's pretty popular. So something crazy ended up happening where I finally got a hold of someone at another Cold Stone in Alhambrax. I oh. was like, I've already decided what the episode yeah. is, so I'm just gonna continue down this freezing <laughs> Cold Stone path. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So I actually know exactly what was said on the conversation, and I sent you guys a script. I thought we could do like a dramatic reading of it. It's only one page, and I don't mean to startle you. Oh my hey. god! Are you kidding? I love content. I love. Okay. <laughs> I can't read. Caleb's got to do it because I can't read. Hey, but I do. Why well, we're a team? This is when we find out. Oh weird! You're. Oh here it is. Okay. Oh. Um. Caleb, I'm really sorry, but you will be playing the role of Coldstone. Hey, no, <laughs> do you want me to honor. read the, um, the stage directions? No, Dave, you're me. <laughs> oh, I'm Lizzie. Oh. oh, my God. I was born to play this role. So Yeah, I was like, I feel like, <laughs> I felt like, yeah, I felt like these were the roles you guys were meant to play. And then I'm going to do the stage direction. I love that. <laughs> At the end of Caleb's first line, there's three question marks. Damn right. Was it that aggressive? Were they just like, Hello? Thank <laughs> you. The thing I, is... Watch, was, wait do you hear my spin on Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. no, that's my bad. No, there are so many question marks in Caleb's, and it was because of her intonation. Yeah, no, that's what I'm guessing. She was, like, not happy with being on the phone. <laughs> yeah, she had a very, like, skeptic... Like, she... Something in her just did not trust me. Mm. Well, okay. once you worked at Coldstone, you've seen it all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's called The Old Decrepit Woman and the Creamery by Lizzie Kudrin. <laughs> wow, which one's which? <laughs> 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 
That was more a joke about her being old and decrepit. With uh, <laughs> I also somehow called you a creamery. I, I don't know what it, I don't know what it means, but you know, oh, I did do it. That seems positive. Yeah, yeah, it's ice cream. I like yeah. ice cream. It's ice cream. <laughs> okay, Lizzie's just getting over the fact that she's been ghosted by the manager of the Sherman Oaks Coldstone Creamery. <laughs> Still oblivious to the fact that if she did get hired, she'd have to dance with her coworkers while singing Sprinkle, Sprinkle, Little Star every time someone gave her a dollar. Almost like a street performer with childhood trauma, which actually is kind of what she is. <laughs> she calls around in hopes of getting an interview elsewhere. Finally, a young woman answers in Alhambra. Thanks for calling Coldstone. Hi. Are you guys hiring right now? Um, <laughs> at the moment, uh, yes, we're accepting applications. If you'd like to go ahead and s uh, submit an application online and drop off a resume, that you know that'd be your little uh, a long second. Uh, oh, sorry, that's you. <laughs> a long pause in which Lizzie wonders if this woman is going to figure out what to say after the word little. Little <laughs> Lizzie. Lizzie considers saving her, but curious to see. If she'll find the next word, Lizzie leaves her high and dry. Little what, cold stone? Little what? Little steps. Okay. Okay, great. And how long does it take for the manager to get back to you? Uh, usually like an hour or two, but like, uh, what's your availability? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just so funny that you've now talked to two cold stones and they're like, <laughs> We oh. should talk in an hour. <laughs> like, what business ever is like, you submit a resume, you hear back in four weeks. That's right. like... The fastest turnaround ever. Today? Okay, so uh, you say like an hour, but what's your availability? Uh, I'm pretty flexible. Are you going to school at the moment? No, I'm like a full-on adult. Oh, okay. How old are you? Uh, is that important in terms of working there? Or why do you ask? Well, we just like to ask for your age group. Like, are you in high school? No, I'm older. About how old? Like though? I said, I'm an adult. Hmm. Really long pause in which ice cream machines were in the background. <laughs> you know, I think this is actually not a good fit. That feels like kind of an ageist question, actually. Lizzie hangs up, regretting that she didn't say that feels like stone cold ages, huh? <laughs> Damn. Hell yeah. Now, so Isn't that bizarre? What, what's next that yeah i mean that's i will say that it's bizarre except that every single place that sells exclusively ice cream that i've ever been into everybody who worked there was 13. so that is odd yeah um, which is and, weird and you know what <laughs> i can't th think of an explanation that doesn't creep me out yeah it's like i like right. What you know? Does everybody likes ice cream like young people? That's weird. Yeah, I want to see an old, old, old lady there that's eighty-five scooping it. Like what the fuck? Right. Why isn't it? Seems perfect for an old woman. Right. Exactly. I there was an uh, I went to high school in the middle of a massive field. No one lived in that town, <laughs> but we did have an ice cream place right across the street called Take a Break, uh, and it was always girls in my high school that worked there. And that seemed normal to me at the time because that's how old I was. But looking back, it was like, you know, a bunch of 15-year-old girls. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. There that's should their... never be that. There right. should never be a bunch of 15-year-old girls anywhere. Yeah. So she was worried that I, by my voice, that's the other thing is I was like, how old does my voice sound? It's not like I called 
in and said anything like, I've got a hankering for employment or something. Yeah. Do you, uh, I I have some ideas right out of the gate. Do you have Werther's original flavored ice cream? (laughs) What about shoe leather? Well, I mean, you voice. I mean, you could pass for a lot. Like when I closed my eyes, I was like, "You could play. You could voice a a, a kid in a show yeah, if you needed to." You don't to. sound like an old. Bat. You don't have an old haggard voice. <laughs> totally. No, I think maybe it's the professionalism in my voice. No, sure, <laughs> me right. saying, yeah. "Um, so." But I wonder if most people just call me like, "How do I get an application?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the thing is that you're also just right. Like, it doesn't even seem legal to ask that question. Right. Yeah. And the fact that she was really pushing it, I have to say, I did have a moment where I felt like 90 years old and like, Uh, like, it just made me think, well, what if I did really need this job? And I was a senior citizen and I thought, well, I'm just gonna, you know, and people have said, well, have you gone out there and actually looked? Well, why don't you try to get a job? It, it was kind of enlightening in a way, yeah. not to cast such a serious light or. Sl- no, you should. It's but, also everybody needs a job right now. Is the other thing like? Right. Yeah. We have like not to cast a way serious light, but like the housing problem in LA is like a billion times what it was three years ago. Right. And the idea that people, anyone, especially like an entry level thing like Cold Stone, you're like, nah, you got to be fourteen. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, like, <laughs> I'm sure right. Coldstone had a really rough lockdown. Like you can't deliver yeah. ice cream very effectively. I'm sure that's difficult. Also, people probably were the money they used to spend on ice cream, they're probably spending on like water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> water and food, nutrients, you know? It's definitely extracurricular eating ice cream. Right. Yeah, sure. It's never like there's no person on earth where that's a main part of their day. Right. Unless you work at Goldstone. Yeah. I. You're trying to amp up their customers. Maybe they did some market research and found out that if they have underage people in there, that more people buy ice cream. Right. Like children make me happy. Like. Right. (laughs) I wonder if ice cream parlors really got mad when they they passed those child labor laws. Yeah. Because I bet they'd have them six or seven in there. Scoop. Absolutely. (laughs) All day. One in the freezer. One just. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You just but got hey, a couple Casey. of weeks deep in the back. Big ice creams bribing all the congressmen. Yeah. Like, vote no on kids can't work. <laughs> yeah, totally. Can what is crazy is ice cream. <laughs> what is crazy is I looked up this place on Yelp, this location, and someone like the reviews were just horrible. It was like she <laughs> she plopped down one scoop, turned, talked to her friend for two minutes, came back, the ice cream was melted. Uh, you don't want to hear plop in a review. Oh, I don't want to hear plop. Though I will say, in the defense of the Cold Stone, mm-hmm. uh, what kind of a person writes a Yelp review of a chain restaurant? Yeah. Could you imagine being like, wow, I didn't like my quarter pounder with cheese. Take to the internet and let people know that this McDonald's sucks. But at least, I mean, it's ice cream. Like, you're not, maybe you weren't even in the mood for ice cream if you write any review. Yeah, afterwards. right. Yeah, totally. You Man, know what? I would write sucks. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I've reviewed uh, Jiffy Lubes before. Oh, sure. Positive review, though, I guess. Oh, but, well, yeah. Yeah, okay. And, yeah, and I've skewered DSW. <laughs> <laughs> what if my Yelp was just yeah. like... It just turns out. Yeah. Also, fuck me, what do I know? I don't leave reviews. Maybe it is like, yeah, maybe that Cold Stone deserved it. 
right right yeah. sounds like there are a lot of bad reviews and plop you're right plop <laughs> and if if anything plops yeah i can't think of a positive spin on plop no you know? totally even if somebody plops <laughs> some money in my lap i feel disrespected why'd yeah. you plop it you know yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so would you guys okay if i have to decide between these two things basically so i need to decide am i am i gonna pursue this because <laughs> i can't get over that i'm gonna plop down an application on the <laughs> no don't plop it. oh god don't even say plop it's like a, a onomatopoeia that's upsetting right yeah even if it's like it's your girlfriend like hey why don't you plop on the bed next to me yeah She's totally like no no yeah can i plop into your sex life <laughs> <laughs> even two girls one cup isn't called two girls oh, one no, plop no. <laughs> there's no plopping in even no. that oh no, oh, man, man. <laughs> will you guys be my references if i do yes. <laughs> oh my god i would love to absolutely do we need to lie like we all used to have to in our 20s yes <laughs> and be your former boss i would love wow. to colleagues <laughs> totally yeah yeah totally. yes I was her boss at the Baskin Robbins on right. Sunday. And let me tell you, <laughs> this girl never plopped, only <laughs> scooped, perfect scoops from this woman. And I'll, I'll do a lot of <laughs> uh, like references. They'll be like, she used to work at Nick Jr., you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, before that, she was uh, in uh, little, little Big Shots. <laughs> yeah, she worked at Nick Jr. for 20 years, never once got slimed. Never <laughs> once got slimed and worked at the House of Slime. Wow. Like I was a huge you know? star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your boss. Uh, it's just like the owner of MGM. Like, oh yeah, Lizzie, hire her. Oh yeah, it's very youthful. She used to work at Big Lollipops. You know that store, Big Lollipops. Yeah. That was after she was in Citizen Kane. Because <laughs> she's so old. <laughs> Don't bring up her sled. Do not bring oh, up the boy. sled. She'll get upset. <laughs> this is a good podcast for uh, people that love Citizen Kane and, and podcasts. Yeah, right. totally. Yeah. Okay, wait. So, yeah, where are you at with it? Are you looking? Okay. So, do you, do you want to be your references? Maybe. Yeah, I, oh. definitely. I mean, since you, I'm like, since I mentioned it, yes. <laughs> but so I have to decide. So, I, I want people to decide do I continue to pursue this job at Cold Stone? Or do I go to this painting class, which is no longer cobblestone? <laughs> there, there's been a change in the painting. So it's now like a, just like a very beautiful kind of purple scene with mountains. That sounds good. Yeah. I'll show you the painting. Um, Song about Because I just moved into an apartment. I have nothing on the walls. I, I just, I never, Dave, you decorate your apartments, right? Sure. I remember sleeping over after on your couch after I, an Uber driver told me he was a murderer. <laughs> Do you oh, remember that? Right. You Don't guys. You, you just move into that place permanently? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So you're going to go paint this okay. during the day, maybe drink, have a drink. They serve alcohol. Yeah. And then I'll have a painting for my apartment. Oh, so yeah. that's scenery. So now it's scenery versus creamery. Oh, I love Ooh. it. That rhyme only took me three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Cold Stone, Rhone, Rhone, Drone. It doesn't even need to rhyme. Like, who said the title needs it? There doesn't need to be wordplay. There doesn't. But so that's where it's scenery versus creamery. So, yes. So I moved into this place in Eagle Rock. The reason I stayed at Dave's is because I was 
on the way to a wedding, I had an Uber driver who told me in the car that he had killed someone. Oh. And earlier he was saying really interesting things. And I go, can I record this? And he goes, sure. No, no. <laughs> so I record this guy telling me that he killed somebody. Oh. And then he drops me off. He was this old guy and he goes, you didn't record that, did you? And I go, no, 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 no. I grab my bag and I slam the door. In my mind, I'm like, this guy knows where I live and knows that I know he like had someone wow. whack whacked yeah. or whatever man wow <laughs> but anyway so but i do remember you had like a like you're and i yeah. worked on it i i don't think i'm great at it yet make mm. but i do yes i do try to make my apartment have stuff on the walls yes right yeah yeah have you ever the problem painted is that i don't i've never painted anything and i can't afford art but in in what i would really love would be able to like yeah have gr- like art on the walls but uh, that requires having uh, money right, right. Yeah, it's true right so your hack here doing it yourself yeah yes i mean i do have to pay though <laughs> i'm like you have that's to pay to pay it yourself yeah you have to paint you have to pay 37 dollars, <laughs> and you go and spend the day at an easel with a bunch of strangers oh where okay i talked to the yesterday i made a call it's called pino's palette like pino is in wine uh-huh I talked to the owner. He was so nice. I actually was kind of like, I can't believe I have the owner on the phone. <laughs> like, your yeah. highness. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you an art teacher? He said, no, I'm the owner. It's a franchise. And you go to these places. Usually it's like parties and people like bring a group there. Yeah. It's just when you can't figure it. It's basically something you do when you can't figure out an activity. But yeah, I do feel sure. that it, it would be worth it for me to go do something on my own, kind of let myself unwind from this experience of age discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> As I paint a purple ocean. Yeah. To forget. There you go. It worked for George Bush. He forgot everything, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he did. And he, he hadn't so, even started painting yet. Right. He's peaceful now. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, Lizzie, that I like, it's, it's funny. I, I kind of have a guess as to what your audience is going to say about this choice. And I think they're going to pick, get the job, but it's for one specific reason only. And it's that I want to know what that would be like. Like, it's sort of like, I have a, I have like a sick desire to know what would, it would be like for a grown up who doesn't have any interest in working at a cold stone to work there. But also it sort of sounds like, already it's really sucked like the process and then it's very hard (laughs) and so i don't know i mean yeah i am in the dancing yeah the dance is the main thing i feel like you're gonna explode on tiktok if you film yourself singing and dancing at a cold stone (laughs) have you considered calling the cold stone and just being completely honest with them and being like here's the deal i have this podcast i'm letting my listeners run my life and the choices are a job at a cold stone or this and they've chosen job at a cold stone. Just say that. Yeah. And like, could I uh, try out working at a cold stone for a week? And they would probably just be like, sure. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> you think know? so? I think so. And then, then if they say no, it's like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's a little promo for them. It's yeah, good. totally. Because I really wanted to ask them, you know, can I, is it okay with you if I record my job interview? I'm doing a podcast. And then I thought, would I hire someone if they said, can I record the job interview for my podcast? Like, there's just something yeah. very 2022 about. 
and they're going to admit to murder and like the, your work day and you're going to be like, you didn't record that. And you're like, ah, oh, no, cold stone. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Wait, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell everyone that I'm a murderer in every job interview <laughs> I conduct. Because you know, how, you know, comedians like who play theaters always take photos of them, like in front of their audience. Yeah. It's just a, fo- a selfie of me with a line of people waiting to get ice cream. <laughs> Just a packed yeah, cold stone because I'm so bad at the job and it's so slow. And they're all dead. They've all been murdered. <laughs> By Uber driver. Yeah, that is you, really funny. You in a pile of bodies like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Thousand Oaks. That's the photo I want to take. I want to get to a point where I am doing theaters and I'm like, all right, we're going to do the theater audience photo, but everybody pretend they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys live your lives, but I'm asking like, so Dave, you think I should do Cold Stone? I really do think you should. Yeah. Okay. And I, but I also think that, um, I also think that being, I, I think uh, it might be hard to get a full blown job there. It sounds like, and it also sounds like it is hurting you, which is not <laughs> something that I wish upon you. Like, you know what I mean? So I would say, um, even if you just get a job there for like a day or a week, that's what I would say. I would say like, take a okay. crack at just doing it for a second. Yeah. Okay. And I say, fuck that paint. Uh, paint. <laughs> and let me tell you this, never paint again. So you only have one painting. One day it'll be worth like a million dollars because you've only painted one. Oh my God. <gasps> it'll be true. Lizzie's one painting. That's good. true. I one plagiar- one painting plagiarized yes. from Van Gogh. Completely opposite directions in every way. I was like, yes, get a job, but only for a day. And he was like, you should paint, but forever. <laughs> but the painting will be the only one forever. Right. Yeah. I funny. So. Yeah. I oh like my God, the painting really will outlive like me. Oh, yeah. wow. That's fun to think about. Damn. Whoa. Maybe not, though. Painting, yeah, totally. Maybe not. I'm going to burn it the day when you I- die. Right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird. Like the cops are like, oh, this is a weird investigation. I don't know why he burned her painting. <laughs> we were friends. My God, Uber driver over. kills me. My <laughs> Uber driver kills me with one of those silver mallets from Cold Stone. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, oh, my God. That's how I want to go out. Big yeah. mallet. <laughs> yeah, totally. Hell yeah. You guys, you guys, this has really been helpful talking this out. And I have to say, reading the play was really healing for me. Oh, oh good. Thank God. Yeah, I mean, what a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah but I actually how old are you? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Like, oh, are you in high school or? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't remember high school. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I think also. The, the one thing I'd say that, and I think maybe this might help you feel better too, uh, in defense of that person and saying that, you probably were talking to someone in high school. And so they're, they're like in high school and they think everyone is right, and they're right. stupid. And they're like, are you in high school or like, are you just started college? Like to them, everyone on earth is from age 14 to 19. And so yeah. they're like, how old are you? Which of the two ages are you? <laughs> Early college or high school? Yeah. I, that that might have been the perspective, I would guess. My uh, first day, a UFO <laughs> just lands. And- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, hello. I'm here to work at your Earth Dessert place. <laughs> Welcome to Earth Dessert. Earth Dessert. <laughs> oh, my 
my God. Okay. Okay. I feel like everyone has the intel they need. I feel like. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you think go paint the painting. Paint it. Okay. I want to make sure we, you guys, what would you like to plug oh. on this podcast? Well, uh, you should listen to What's It Called. That's our podcast. This it's is our podcast. This my favorite. Oh, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, that has three question marks. Just like. Yes. In oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy Central half hour coming out on uh, YouTube on April 7th. Check it out. Um, yes. I'm very excited. Yeah. And I have uh, I have an album out that came out like a couple of years ago, but I also just uh, put out an EP called Vulnerable Idiot. Hell yeah. That is uh, also uh, it's like on all the digital platforms, but you can also buy it as a seven inch. And uh, if you follow me at Dave to the Ross, D-A-V-E-T-O-T-H-E-R-O-S-S, or go to my website, Dave to the Ross.com, you'll find links to that and also links to our podcast. And, and honestly, I can't even stress enough. Like, um, uh, it's funny to say, cause it's our podcast, but it's, uh, my favorite thing I've ever done. It's yeah. like so much fun yes. we push real hard on people. So I hope every like clip, it. every episode is like perfect. Uh, oh, thank, thank you. Seriously. It's, it's you're so perfect. Funny. Yeah, truly. You guys. I love you so much. Thanks for I'm so time. grateful to have you on and thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Thanks, Liz. What if I just died at the end? Like, <laughs> time to bring that paint. And then an Uber driver comes up from under the <laughs> Were you recording this? <laughs> <laughs> you were recording this, were you, Rebecca? <laughs> Uh, Rebecca's the name of my gun. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm so happy I got to have them on the show. Please follow them everywhere. And now we've arrived at the future. I am now going to draw a tarot card. One for scenery and one for creamery. Oh my God, scenery. Page of Pentacles. I got this last time. This is like the potential for success. It's the beginning of a journey. It's a new opportunity. Okay, that's for going to paint the painting. That's for scenery. Now let's draw one for creamery. <laughs> okay. Wow, I got queen of cups. Okay, so there might be a woman in my life, like a teacher, kind of mentor figure. What if it's the manager of Coldstone Creamery? And she's holding a cup. Oh my God, she's holding a cup full of cookie crumble. She's gonna mentor me, teach me the song. Okay, you guys, now you have the crucial information you need to make a decision for me. And so I ask you, scenery or creamery? The clock starts now. You have 24 hours to make it to the polls. Make it to your polling place. Also known as my Instagram stories. Once I get the results, I have 24 hours to take action. Scenery or creamery. <laughs> and please, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast. Review it if you like it. And until next time, my future is truly in your hands. A podcast network.